Creed. Insert tortured boxing pun here. I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Pop Score. Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about Creed, for which we didn't have a good uh, joke at the opening, so we didn't bother. How you doing, Darren? I'm okay, how are you? I'm, I've seen better days. Like oh. Life has always had that thing where I have a good couple of days, and then it'll just be like an out-of-nowhere kick in the dick, so I completely fucked my foot up at my hands on the, on the stairs, so now I'm walking like a Walking Dead reject. Yes. Which but isn't fun. Don't worry, Michael. For we now have a new movie to re-motivate you, should you need it. I know. And it is Creed. And it is Creed. It's, um, let's just jump straight into it, because, like, why not? Why not? I really enjoyed this movie. I get the feeling that you probably enjoyed it a bit more than me, but I thought it was a really nicely put together film. Yeah. Um, really, really nicely put together movie, because this is actually, right, I see, in Rocky... There are essentially two timelines. You have the sequels that number two through five, and then you have Rocky Balboa and Creed. And I've always argued that Rocky Balboa is probably actually a better sequel to the original Rocky than Rocky Two was. And this is a nice follow-on from then. And it does bring a lot of good positives to the table that I don't think we ever had before in a Rocky movie. True. Funnily enough, it does actually make the stupidest Rocky movie of them all, apart from the bad one, Rocky Four. Um, part of like an increased timeline, if you will. Yeah. It actually gives Rocky Four a heck of a lot more weight. Surprising for a weird 80s movie about stopping the Cold War with the power of boxing. I'll tell you now, because we never really go into my Rocky love on this podcast, I will hear no bad things about Rocky Four. I'm not saying it's a bad Rocky movie. Rocky Four is my favourite Rocky movie. I know, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. What I'm saying, Correct. you have to admit that it's a bit batshit. Oh, it's ridiculous. And Rocky... <laughs> he stops the Cold War with the power <laughs> of punching <laughs> And speeches that you can't really decipher. Yeah, exactly. He, he based a talk over a bunch of Russians by speaking American at them. <laughs> and wins over Americans by punching a Russian... Say, runs over Russians by punching a Russian repeatedly in the face. Yep. Yeah, Rocky Four's got a lot of issues with it. But you are right. Creed now adds it a little bit more reason for being. It does, yeah. Um, what I will say is that, like... It's surprising. Like, when I saw that Sly had been nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for this movie, I thought, there is literally no way that this movie is Oscar-worthy. Like, it's probably good, but it's no way is it Oscar-worthy. And i got to say, it did surprise me. In droves, it surprised me. There was There's still little bits I didn't enjoy here and there, um, but I get the feeling that, like most interviews where I'm normally overwhelmingly positive, I feel like I'm going to be taking your role and have a few points of contention as we go forward. Yeah. But let's dive straight in with our main character. Yes, uh, Adonis... Well, Adonis, Adonis Creed or Donnie Johnson, the yeah, way you pronounce it. They, they kind of... Which one, Adonis is already a quite a stupid name, but we'll yeah. get over that. Um, we'll just call him Adonis Creed. For let's the do that. Uh, yeah, he is... We meet him at the start of the movie as a troubled young lad in um, in a youth vendors institute. He's saved by um, Apollo Creed's wife, yeah, um, widow... Mary Ann Creed, that's the one. Uh, um, 
I, I need to check. Just check for me real quick because I didn't do this. Yep. That is the same actress that played her in Rocky Four, right? I don't think so, but I'm happy to be wrong. Just, just, just have a check. Um, anyway, whilst Michael is looking that up, I don't think it is, but just whilst you're having a look. Nope. It wasn't. Okay, I didn't think it was. No, it's Felicia um, Rashad in this one. Gotcha. Right. Um, yeah, she she knows that Adonis is Apollo Creed's son. Adonis doesn't know this at the age of eight or nine or wherever he is. Um, takes him in as, as his legal guardian, raises him, and Adonis just kind of feels the pull of boxing, much like his um, his late dad did. And But he's not like Apollo Creed. When we meet Apollo Creed, he's the dynasty already. He's already the champion, the untouchable champion at that, who's just beating everybody. Adonis, you kind of see him from the ground up. He starts very much like Rocky does, and he's fighting in crappy little clubs down in Mexico, uh, much like how the original Rocky opens up with him having a fight in a church. Um, And we just kind of see his journey of just trying to be his own man, but also live up to his father's legacy at the same time. There's some very nice... But there's a very nice balancing act all the way through. I think in terms of a modern reimagining or retelling of the Rocky story without the main character being Rocky, mm-hmm. I think it's actually really quite effective. And I think it's very, very good. Even though I really enjoy Michael B. Jordan in this movie, and he's really redeemed himself from Fan Forstick. Like, he can wipe that clean. He wasn't like, he the problem with Fan Forstick. No, but, but he's, I, I get still, you, like, yes. he's made up for it. Like, he's gone, oh, I'm sorry I was in that terrible movie. Now I'm in a really good movie. And that sounds like, what, like you again. That's like Rocky Balboa and Rocky Five. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> and now everything's this. fine. <laughs> but um, i got to say, at the start of the movie, I was not on board. Not with. <laughs> Uh, Michael B. Jordan's performance, I was not on board with Adonis Creed, of, of this guy who essentially, like, I get the tortured thing of, of, like, he never knew his father, he's the illegitimate son, he grew up in, in and out of juvie and stuff yeah. like that. But there's a point in the film, very early on, and this isn't spoiling too, too much, so it's okay, because obviously you know it's a boxing movie, there's going to be boxing. What? Um, I know, right? So... <laughs> So they have, Adonis has this moment where he's just sort of sat in the lavish Creed mansion. Mm-hmm. And he's just moping because he's got all the things, but he wants to be a boxer. I'm like, where do you get off? Like, <laughs> you quit. Where do you get off? <laughs> you quit. He quits like this really high paying job. It looks professional. And then like he, he, pay, he quits that to essentially, and maybe I'm picking apart the first plot hole in this movie. Somehow get to Philadelphia and somehow find Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that is kind of... Well, he does have a restaurant. Yes. So it's not like Rocky's living in I, a I, hole. I know, I know, I know. But more so that he's just kind of like, Rocky will be okay with this. It's like, it's fine because Rocky will trade me. Like, I thought that was far too presumptuous upon the character. But yeah. luckily, luckily that's, that's like the first... 20 minutes and the See, rest I really grew to him. I was on board with him the whole way I mean you you probably are right he's got first world problems I just want to be a my old man but then that that's what makes the the mansion stuff so nice is that he hasn't earned any of that he got adopted into that family for a man he'd never you know he never knew um, an adulterer at that he's, he's only there because you know Apollo Creed cheated on his wife his wife is chill with this by the way yeah. that never made much sense that, like she's just like yep he, he, he shagged that's fine um, but no I was on board with him from the get go you're alright it's probably a bit convenient that he managed to go and find Rocky Balboa and get trained and it is probably a bit convenient that he's already a boxer Yeah. but no I was Michael B. Jordan got me into this all the way and I'm surprised he didn't get a nom 
for for Oscar for this performance. I'm not surprised, but I'm not saying it's not a bad move, uh, like a bad performance, because it certainly is fantastic. Oh, it's really, really, really you good. You can't fault it. Like no. the range that the Michael B. Jordan shows is just phenomenal. I, I think that there are certain points in the movie which we're going to delve into in spoiler territories because I don't want to reveal every little part of it and every little um, sort of story behind that. Yeah. But there's a part that he shares a lot of emotional performances with both Sliced Alone. And with Tessa Thompson, who plays uh, the love interest Bianca, mm-hmm. um, and I just thought that playing off those two, sort of like his big strength moments, are yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And because the film has this kind of like, and I don't want to say this as as you know, as we are two white men talking about a movie that represents a black boxer, but it does have Yay. very interesting urban undertones. And I don't want to say that as kind of like there's black people, so it's <laughs> urban. I mean that. This is, this is a far different environment, uh, at least concerning poverty, yes. in America than what it would have been in the 70s. Oh, yes. The underdog story is totally different in the year 2016. Yeah. And I think that the movie did a fantastic job of showing that off. That Philadelphia, whilst it is the same city where Rocky did ascend the stairs of the art museum, it's totally different. Oh, yeah. They, they, there's no buttering up of Philadelphia. They show it in a very... Um, harsh light here. They just make it look like Detroit. It's just like they do, a yeah. Depressing like place. The but... place where he trains, the the gym where he trains, is like a grotty urban sort of like ex factory place. It's yeah. just it's very very dirty and industrial. And I, I think that that's a credit to whoever um, directed the photography. I forget what his name is, but I know that he worked on a, another movie that I really liked, The Wrestler. Um, the director of photography worked on The Wrestler. I hate that movie. Really. Yeah, I, I think visually the wrestler looks great. Anyway, that, we're yeah, not here does. to discuss that. Uh, good. <laughs> Let's talk about Sly instead. Yeah. yeah. Where, where did that come from? Sylvester Stallone has this in him. I think people often forget that he's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger maybe doesn't have this in him, and people like John Ford Van Damme don't have this in him. But for a while, you know, he would actually try. He's not just some meathead. Yes, he is a meathead, but he's not, you know, you run of the mill. He does try and go method whenever he can, and... This is his greatest character. It just slips on him like a glove, so he hasn't got to worry about getting into carrier, get, uh, getting into carrier, getting into getting a carrier into character all that much because he he can turn it on and off at this point. Being Rocky Balboa, so that just gives him so much more time to focus on on the issues that are coming up. And they went heavy with this movie. Jesus fucking Christ, they, they did. They gave Rocky cancer. <laughs> is they that, gave is one... that, that's a spoiler, I think. I think that's a spoiler. That's a spoiler. Oh well, oh, we've well. said it now. <laughs> Bad things happen to Whoops. Rocky. Whoops. <laughs> they finally give Rocky an opponent. He can't punch to them. <laughs> oh, God, come on now. <laughs> no, but, okay, since apparently we've dived into spoiler territory uh, way earlier than I thought we would. Okay, well, no, no, that's, can, that's, can, we, can we just talk about the scene that, that actually, like, I thought, Jesus Christ, Sly, why haven't we been seeing this for years? Mm-hmm. It's the scene where he finds out where he got cancer. Yeah. And it's just the kind of, like, the fear and then just the laughter as he's like, I'm not going to go through... Nah. through treatment because it didn't work for Adrian it's not going to work for me I was yeah. like this is really really emotional yeah. I'm kind of getting totally invested well, this is what I mean about the two timelines if you it, when you've seen Rocky and have all the pantomime stuff that happens in 2, 3 and 4 you you get to this movie and, and, and 5 to be honest we don't he, talk about 5 Michael. no but he wins a punch at, to be fair there's a lot of pantomime in Balboa as well 
A, he's a, was he 60 years old and he wins? Look, okay, like... yes. The suspension of disbelief and pantomime are two different things. Okay, There's a suspension enough. of disbelief. Having said that, he looks like a brick shithouse in Rocky Balboa. Yeah. He's still huge, right? <laughs> and he doesn't win, even though they did shoot an ending where he won, which would have ruined No, 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 they shot an ending where he died in the ring. No, that's Rocky Five. sorry. That's Rocky Five. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so with with the second timeline, if you just go Rocky, Rocky Balboa, Creed, this is that they've painted the picture of Rocky just you know he's lost Adrian at this point he's now lost Paulie as well. Yeah, Mighty Mix gone, Apollo's gone, Apollo's trainer's gone. <laughs> Everybody who he's the only surviving character from those early Rocky movies. So he's just such a desperate and just not washed up, but like you know he has no real reason for living at this point. Tangents. I have one question. Mm. Where the fuck's his kid? <laughs> Where did his child go? He had a son in Five and Balboa, yeah. and he's just gone, and he's replaced him. Well, with you the know goddess. what happened to the child in real life in Five. Right? I'm aware. Oh, yes, I'm right. aware of that. But I'm yeah, the, the guy from Heroes. I can never remember his name. Forget it. The guy from Heroes. the guy from Heroes. He didn't like being in Rocky Balboa. Apparently, oh, yeah. he was just kind of you know crowbarred into it, and he didn't really like it. So um, yeah, they do I'm... mention him. Oh, do they? They do say that he must have missed that. He's Married up in Canada or something like that. He just left. And, How convenient! <laughs> he's not here. This planet needed him, um, and he's just yeah. He's up in Canada away from it all. And but then, even then, that's somebody leaving Rocky. So yeah, you kind of understand where he's coming from almost. But then you can also understand why Adonis is so angry at him for not trying to fight. Yeah, and then you get those scenes. Those really kind of hard to watch scenes where where Apollo uh, Rocky's going through chemo. <clears throat> and Adonis is training next to him, and it's like, this is a weird montage. Yeah. I didn't expect this one from a Rocky movie. Although it did, I was, it was kind of really emotional and heavy, I liked it, but I did like the bit where he's training, and then the nurse is trying to change the bag. And he's like, watch out for the nurse, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I really enjoyed like, That's what I didn't expect. The chemistry between Rocky and Adonis is really quite really, phenomenal. Really, really, good. Really enjoyed it. It's the scene, um, again, we've already had spoiler, spoiler territory, so who cares? Um... When Rocky's like, look, I'm going to be here. I'm going to train you, but I ain't getting involved. I'm not wearing the pads. And then like 20 minutes later, he's doing the, uh, I forget what it's called. But the speedball. The speedball yeah. at the same time. But then there's a shot later on where Rocky's not doing the speedball. And like, this is shot really nicely. And I can see why they wanted uh, director Ryan Coogler for Black Panther. And I'm way more excited for Black Panther oh, than God, yeah. I've seen. That's going to be an exciting, exciting He's done movie. two films. Yeah, Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station and, and this. And this. And Jesus. again, they're like, there you go. <laughs> they're giving him the keys to Black Panther. I mean, say that the Russo brothers have never directed a movie before they did Winter Soldier, so it's probably a good sign. Don't you mean uh, First Avenger? That was the Russo brothers. No, it wasn't. It was? No, it wasn't. Uh, well, Joe Johnson did the first one. You are right, it was Joe Johnson. He's apparently coming to my university soon. Oh. For like a day trip, and I'm like, hmm. Nice. Um, I'm going <laughs> to tell him why he ruined Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Joe? Who's talking? <laughs> I know it was you! Anyway. <laughs> Any um Well, let's talk about the, the other main character in this movie. Uh, other than the opponent, which we're going we're gonna to leave him for. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait to talk about we'll, him. We'll, we'll wait for that for a second. Um, Tessa yeah, Thompson? Tessa Thompson. A lot of people, because this came out in America before it got over here, were raving about Tessa Thompson. I don't think I see the extent of their raving, but I do think she did a very good job. I think she did brilliantly. I really enjoyed her performance. I like that they gave her character um, a physical crutch, as it were. Mm-hmm. Like, the the going the deaf, even yeah. though she wants to be a singer. I think that really made her a lot more empathetic, and 
I really enjoyed her sort of like maybe not her early chemistry, like the scenes where she's kind of like, oh, Adonis has like knocked on a door and like made a noise. Like you'd shove the door back in the face of Michael P. George. Yeah, you would not do <laughs> you that. You would not do that. I am, a, I am a straight white male and I would not I, do no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> You're coming in. Like, <laughs> um, but. But as it as it progresses, there's a scene that the two share when they're making where they're like prattling about with some musical instruments and a microphone. Yeah, that was really really nice, and I really liked it. I would like to see Tessa Thompson in a lot more stuff. I'm not yeah. sure what. I, obviously, we kind of had like superhero minds, so I'm thinking who could she play from Marvel? But nothing comes immediately to mind. But I would just like to see her in more things. They could just cast her as, as Black Panther's wife for the hell of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, oh no, they've already got Storm, haven't they? It's Aurora Monroe. No, yeah. Aurora Monroe. That's Aurora actually Monroe. Storm's name. <laughs> it is Aurora um, <laughs> Alexander Ship. That's the one. Um, yeah, they, they could. There's a many a plethora of places they can go and place her. But um, well, damn! It turns out Tessa Thompson's actually been in quite a few films. <laughs> she was in Selma. She's going to be in War on Everyone coming out um, later on this year. She was in a movie called Dear White People, which I'm probably not going to watch. But did we get that message? Yeah. Um, but she's really good, and I really like. She her. really, really like I said, I don't think because people were saying she was the best thing in this movie, and she blew <laughs> it. I was like, she did perfectly fine. I really liked her chemistry with Michael B. Jordan. I really like her chemistry with Sly. And I, you are right. I like the way it mirrored Rocky and uh, Adrian. That was very nice because um, both of them are, you know, Apollo. Apollo's not really got much wrong with him. He's actually like an Adonis, <laughs> yeah. and he's rich. Well, he's an Adonis. <laughs> He's rich and awesome at boxing, so he's fine. But you know, with Rocky, Rocky was stupid, and and Adrian was like very shy and meek and stuff. So I like the mirroring there. I'm looking forward to her in more Creed movies. Oh yeah, because we, are, get, we like, are getting Creed too, apparently. So. Of course, of course. I mean, this is the start of a brand new series of the Rocky franchise. I'm okay with that, actually. And I'm okay because you don't, it's one of those franchises that like. Because there's some franchise now that just go, oh, and like Fast and Furious, there's going to be ten of those goddamn things. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but this... I like how they announced seven. No, was it not? Eight, nine, and ten all at the same time. I know, I Jesus know. Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. But this, this, is a, this is a complete shift from the original trilogy to a new one. I'm just not looking forward to when the inevitably have to kill off Rocky. Because we know it's coming. That's going to be a that's gonna be a bad day that's at the office. It's going to be horrible. But but we, 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 got through, we got through one major death this year. True. In, 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 oh God! So you know, it's 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 a very no no no. That was last year, but whatever. It's peaked. Oh yeah, it's 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 high time that we just let go of all of Ed Charles and carriage and say, "Bye, Thomas the Tank Engine." Bye. I can't wait for his gritty death scene in the uh, Tank Engine reboot. Wait. Michael Bay. It's just um, called Tank. <laughs> so it would be called Tank. Um, who else? Well, okay, now we have to talk about. <laughs> Tony uh, Bellew Oh, pretty Ricky Conlon <laughs> in the movie. It is Tony Bellew, right? Uh, yes, it is. yes, Tony Bellew. Wow! Oh, you know what I really enjoyed? Like, I watched it. I was like, like I wasn't expecting it at all. I didn't. I hardly knew anything about anyone in this movie. I was like, okay, oh, there's a scouser. There's a scouser. There's a, what the fuck? There's a scouser. It's weird. There's a scouser. I, I, Everton. What? Um, I, I was like. I don't. Americans' name was Think that Goodison Park is like this amazing boxing <laughs> venue. Yeah, it's like, they really picked up Everton. I don't get it. It's like, do you know what it is? Because you don't know football. Oh, I God. do. Sylvester Sloan is an Everton fan. Oh. And he's often been like a guest of the game. And like this was shot. They had a night match. It's really good how they shot Goodison, by the way. Oh, it looks really good. Because what they did was. Because they shot it at night. They went to a night game at half time. They went, right, we're shooting scenes in the Rocky movie. We just need you to make some noise. So, blah, blah, blah. Um, obviously, they didn't have time to set the ring up. That's all in a green screen studio. 
that they then really the ring. Yeah, the ring and like the immediate crowd was wasn't shot at Goodison. Holy shit! They they looks really good. That's what I'm saying. They've obviously like like just mapped them in and then like they did the tracking crowd shots and stuff. So they turned off all the floodlights and lit them properly. And then the tracking shots like that. But if you notice, you never really go from the ringside out to a shot of the crowd. It's True. always ring, the ringside crowd. Yeah. In between, so yeah, really, really, really. I was media nerding out at the point. Oh, this is really good. I was, I was looking at going. This, this is actually a football ground. It's like, this must have been a fucking nightmare to film. Well, this is. The, but it, look, I'm now. I know that I'm really impressed. They obviously, I think the way they would have done it is for some of the shots, especially the one of Adonis walking out of the uh, of the tunnel and into the ring. They would have shot. They would have done the camera movement the exact same of how they were going to do it later on in the green screen and tracked it perfectly so they could scan both images on the top of the same camera track and it looks normal. But, yeah, really, 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 really It was really weird just seeing all the Everton paraphernalia. Yeah. On, like, his shorts and his jacket. This is a Rocky movie. (laughs) This is a Rocky movie that's picking, what, like a substandard premiership team. Yeah, like a big table. (laughs) It's like like in Creed 2, if they shoot it at the Hawthorns, it's like, oh, what the hell? That'd be over as hell. (laughs) I would imagine if you were, like, this is the problem, imagine if you were a Liverpool fan. It's like, I'm not watching Rocky now, no. He's an Everton fan, no, I'm not doing it. Um, So, yeah, Tony Bellew was awful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was fine for boxing because he's a boxer, but it didn't because like, um, oh no, his boxing scenes were very good because he well, he's a boxer, he's a boxer, so he's very natural when it yes. comes to that. And actually, then I suppose huge kudos to Michael B. Jordan to make it make it looking like a convincing oh, boxer. Yeah. Fucking hell, he looked really he good. He really, really did. Um, but he was so jacked. He was jacked. He was so cut. It was awesome. <laughs> but then um, you've got Tony. But every it's just that he's going down. Oh God. I'm going to fight you. I can't do scares. Can't do impressions. It's not part of the What's act. What's Steven Gerrard? Oh, God. But, um, yeah, any Americans listening, they're Gone not a big team. Next round. And, and Well, this thing, they had boxers in... Tommy Gunn from Rocky Five is an actual yeah, boxer. Yeah, I know. That. And Mason the Nine Dixon from Rocky Bow Bo was actually a, a boxer. Tommy Gunn was a, was a quite a good actor. He's in a crap movie, but he was good. Mason Line Dixon was better than Tony Bellew, but only would just be a yeah, Tony Bellew. Was, <laughs> they obviously like decree; they keep his part to a minimum. They just only have him there when necessary. Also, apparently, Liverpool is full of Irish people. <laughs> There's a scene where they're doing the pressure junket in Liverpool, and all the reporters are Irish. It's oh yeah, really weird. Like I, I didn't. It was just when Pretty Ricky first back was like. Oh my god, they got a real scouser. And then as the movie goes on, it's like, okay, we're going to Liverpool. Like, what you the wouldn't, fuck you is going on here? If you were given the choice, obviously they had to just find a boxer and it happened to be a scouser, but you wouldn't pick that for an American audience, would you? God, no. I mean, we can barely understand scouser sometimes. Not that we don't love you, Liverpool. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that was odd. That was an odd trip. But again, the media had only made compensate by just saying, oh, this looks amazing. Yeah, that was Let's filmed. ignore the fact we're in Scouseland. <laughs> it was job. filmed really well. Was there anybody else of note in this movie that we need to talk about? Uh, well, the trainer, or I suppose the manager for um, for Pretty Ricky, um, oh, what's his name? Tommy Holiday, played by Graham McTavish. Uh, he's been in a lot of video games, so I've, I actually like recognised his voice um... instantly. I think he's been in like, he's been in a Mass Effect game, I'm fairly certain. Um, but he's been in a lot of Hope Profile video games. It's actually nice to see him getting a full on-screen role. Mm. I quite liked him. He was he was sneering enough. Everybody hates Rocky, by the way. Like um, when every when people find out that he's got Creed's son as his on oh, his training. His fight, yeah, everybody hates Rocky. Oh yeah, it's the weird. The, the 
the Middle Eastern gentleman, Middle Eastern, the Eastern European gentleman, even who runs the gym that Apollo. Oh, he runs Mighty Mix for Rocky. Yeah, runs Mighty Mix for and gets Rocky. annoyed that Rocky's come back not to train his son but to train. He just thinks he's a walk-on off the street guy because Adonis is very against using the. No, no, no. This name. is as he finds out it's Creed's son. Because he's like, can you yeah. try and keep it under wraps? And he finds out, and, and then he, he just doesn't. says no, and it's Creedson. Yeah. Um, I really love that theme, by the way. Just to touch back on that, of, of Adonis's like, push to say, I am my own man. Before He kind of embraces it at the end, but I still think he comes out looking like his own man. I, do, he... I do like the touch of having um, Apollo's shorts oh, with to... Creed on the front and Johnson on yeah. the back. I really like that. The whole like embracing what comes before and building yep. what comes after. I thought that was really clever. I, I, I must really admit, there was some bits in this. The only thing I did, I, I felt was a little bit underpinned, because we saw it in the trailer, the shot of Adonis running through the streets and everybody charging after him. I was like, they have to go to the rocky steps. I understand why we watched the ending, why they didn't do that. But that bit, I was like, I was getting into it. I was I mean, like, it was shot really well, though. That's it was bit, shot really, really, like, really like well. That, whilst the, the ending of just, he reached the end of the street, is kind of a bit That's what I'm saying. But it was shot beautifully. There's a lot of sequences in this movie where I'm just like, holy crap, this movie looks gorgeous. Did you get the Rocky effect? The Rocky effect. The, the, yes. For the flying high now. Yes. The, that effect. The, I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> yes. I get that every single time I watch Rocky Four at the very least. I usually get it whilst watching the other Rocky movies, but particularly Rocky Four. I got it in spades here. When he was in that ring against Tony Bell, it was like, yes, get him. Get him, Creed. Come on. And I got so deeply into it as I was hoping I would. His eye got, holy crap, like... Ooh. Oh, God, he got wellied. Oh. He got mullered. Um. The, it, it does follow the... Like I said, it, it's because it still mirrors the first Rocky movie. Can we can we just say spoiler alert at this point? Even spoiler though we've, Even though we've already done all the spoilers. But he loses gracefully. Like, yeah. Like, he makes it through all 15 rounds and he looks like shit as he comes out of it, but... He just looks like... He looks battered too far. Yeah, yeah. He, he makes like, it through. They've been building up this tension between him and Bellew for the whole movie, and then at the end, it's like, "Oh, you're right. You're the future of the game." Yeah, you're right. You're the future. I'm going to jail. Gonna go to jail. Fucking around with knives. No, he was going to jail. Fucking out, caught me with knives. I'm going to jail. But you're the future. Um, That's not bad. That was better. That's better than usual. Um, no, yeah. He well, again, mirroring the first Rocky movie, and I suppose we should point out. See, but. I got annoyed at Force Awakens for mirroring New Hope too much, but I think within the within the scope of a Star Wars movie, there's so much more you can do in that universe than just copy New Hope. Whereas in the boxing movie, Rocky's already done a version of every single ro- boxing story you could ever tell across the six movies that precede this one, including literally stopping war, <laughs> including literally stopping war, and you know avenging. Mighty Mick and being the crap out of Mr. T. And beating and, somebody of 30's age. And yeah, and beating um, severe brain damage to come back in Rocky Six and have a boxing match. Beats many a thing. Um, yeah, but yeah. I was okay with how much this movie number one. The more you think about it, life has really kicked Rocky Balboa in the tits. See, this, <laughs> yeah, it's the Rocky Five problem. It's just like, if again, if you ignore two through five and watch Rocky and Rocky Balboa, because he's not rich and famous at the end of Rocky 1, it makes more sense that he would have had been a flash in the pan and he's like a legend. And then, he, Oh, I forgot something that annoyed me. No, oh, go on. It annoyed me just because I'm a fan and it wouldn't annoy anybody else. They revealed who won the fight between Apollo, Apollo and, and Rocky at the, the end, end of Rocky 3. Rocky 3 and Apollo won. It annoys... Mate, no, doesn't... No, Rocky won. No, Apollo won. No, Rocky won. He, in the scene, he's, he's like, who who won? And he just and he, as he's walking away, he just went, he did. So I thought you said it, I won. No, 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 no. Check no. that. I'll check it. 
I'm pretty sure that Rocky won because that's what annoyed me because I always had my money on Apollo. Me and my brother have had this argument for years, so it, we finally got decided. Wait, no, did you? We'll figure it out in a second. Yeah, no, trust me, I was on the Rocky Wiki because that's a thing today, and I, oh, what I, I didn't, I, I searched for like what Rocky's win loss ratio. Yeah. Um, and it says that he did, he did definitely lost to Creed at the end of three. I know. Oh, that's did. what you just said that Rocky won. Now you're saying that he lost. Choose. No, Rocky lost. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Oh no, won sorry, the fight. I thought Rocky won. Oh god, this, this is so confusing. Um, where's his win loss ratio? Well, bear with a second, and we will just confirm. Th- this is too important not to let go. But it still annoyed me that they couldn't have just left it as the mystery. Fights in the movie: Rocky three versus Apollo Creed. In four match, Rocky later claims Apollo won the fight. Well, okay, yeah, now I'm slightly happier because I've somehow got it that Rocky won and I always thought Apollo won because he was coming down. We're getting to punch dynamics oh, later the on. Frame one, isn't yes, it? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think I would have preferred that left as like, you know, the spinning top at the end of Inception. Just, just a happy little thing that no one really knows who won so we don't know who the better man was. I was like, wait a kick him. That makes even less sense. Like, wait a kick him when he's down. Yeah, he, uh, oh, he just won the championship. He'd shit. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Rocky. Um, yeah, that annoyed me, but other than that, really, really enjoyed this movie. And it gave me that old school Rocky feeling that I thought that was the one thing I was worried about. I was like, I can enjoy this as a movie, but if it doesn't make me excited and get the adrenaline pumping like Rocky movies are meant to do, it has failed. It did do that yeah. in spades, and it's a great movie. Go watch. Do you think, though, that it probably should have been nominated for a couple of more Oscars, or do you think that Sly is the standout? If I'm nerding out over here while they did Goodison, hopefully they've got a technical award buried deep in there somewhere. Because even the, the fights are shot a lot better than, than Rocky movies used to be shot. Yeah, they're really like, If you actually go well. back and listen to... Is, I want to know, you might know, is the first fight, not the one in Tijuana, the other one, the first fight... Yeah. Is that actually all one shot, or is that clever editing? Because I couldn't, I couldn't discern a cut. I think they use the ring posters cuts, ah, so that there's sometimes where they go past an object and the object switch. It's very, very well edited. If it isn't, um, oh, sorry, that's the wrong way. If it is cut, it's still very, very seamlessly edited together. If that is one shot, that's amazing. It's really impressive. That's ridiculously good because they always had a problem with this in the Rocky movie like for example you should know this Michael did you know that the at least the f- first two Rocky fights were shot in reverse order mm-hmm. so like, it's easier to take the makeup off than to put it on yep. progressively so um, so back to how they shot the, 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 the ultimate fight against Tony Bellew the problem being with Rocky Ford if you go back and listen to that the the sound effects are cartoonish. Yeah. It's like they're punching each other with nuclear bombs. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it adds to the drama of the pantomime of Rocky Four, but it really wouldn't work here. And they didn't. They shot it a lot more realistically and gritty. And it made the punches more impactful. They weren't these like comedy big bombs and, and, and stuff. They they felt like, oh my God, he's split him open, he's cracked his skull, etc. So hopefully there is some technical things in there. I think Michael B. Jordan should, could have got a nod for... I've not seen admittedly any of the other movies that the best actors are nominated from so it might just be that he was outclassed but he did really well and as far as Sylvester Sloan goes he's earned that supporting actor I really feel that like there are moments in this movie where the cinematography deserved a nod because yeah. it's just I was really taken back as to how well it was it's not Mad Max levels of high art it's not The Revenant it's, for example but yeah it's really nice. It's a really well shot movie. Like I said, this makes me excited for future work by Ryan Coogler because, you know, he's being handed the keys to Black Panther, and I feel like there are mo- certainly were moments in Creed that would lend itself really well to a superhero movie. 
like the fight scenes in particular. Fight scenes in particular being... were very good. There was a there's a lot of just like little the little things that are just shots here and there that I just thought were very clever or really impactful. Like when she's at the door taking her hearing aids out. Yeah. It cuts to the back of of Creed. And he says, I need you right now. And then it cuts back and it's just the door. You don't see her walking away. It's just the door. Mm-hmm. It's little things like that that are just... I'm like, this is really impressive storytelling. I was already excited for Black Panther. Now I'm even more excited to see this guy's, yeah. this guy's interpretation of it. I am down for it. Definitely. Hell yeah. Um, I kind of think that's where we'll end it, really. Well, you're not as big a fan as I am. No. But in compared to the Rocky movies, where would you say this ranks... Uh, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, seven of them, so it's been on my head. Well, obviously five's at the bottom. We don't five's need to discuss at the bottom. that. Um, I actually think that this ranks pretty high up. It, it has the Force Awakens effect, whereas I don't think it's as timeless as, say, uh, Rocky One or Rocky Two or Rocky Balboa. But I do think that, I mean, it's above the pantomime of four and three, in my opinion. Three, I actually don't really enjoy that much, and I don't know why, because it... Gave you it what has you Mr. Wanted. T and Hulk Hogan. I think that's why I didn't enjoy it. It just seems a bit. Guys, check out cool the eighties were. Like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> whereas You're the, not whereas wrong. Creed, the original Rocky is a timeless underdog story. This movie echoes a lot of that. And yeah. I think that's. I hope it's not a trend for movies going forward. Which is kind of like, remember how good this film was? We made it better because that can get old really quickly. Yeah. But what Star Wars and what Rocky have, sorry, what Creed have achieved is really, really quite good mm. retellings, essentially. Modernised retellings that continue the storyline. I agree, yeah. And I'm more than happy that we're getting a sequel to this. Hopefully not straight away, because obviously um, um, Ryan Googler's now got to go off and do his Black Panther movie and stuff like that. So it's going to be a while yet, but I'm happy for that to happen. Yeah, it would be interesting to, if we could pick up with Adonis, like, who's now entered the, the boxing world professionally. Because... Yeah. The the fight with uh, with Bellew at the end was his first professional fight, wasn't it? Because the Tijuana fight doesn't count, and the no, the second one would have counted. The, the second one counted. That yeah, that's, that's a professional. I thought fight, that was like yeah. little league stuff. No, 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 no. Okay. Anything that isn't amateur with the head guard on is professional boxing. So okay. yeah. Um, well, they, like I said, the problem with Rocky is because there's seven of them. They've pretty much done. And with other boxing movies that have come out since, like Save Poor and um, the Fight and stuff like that. There's only so many more stories you can tell, but they've set the table with some interesting themes they can go down. They can explore more of his relationship with Bianca. They can explore um, what would happen if Rocky really takes a turn for the worst. And, and I kind of feel that that's probably the avenue they're going to explore next. You know what I want? What? Do you know what I want? Go I on. want to return to the pantomime. Really? Ivan Drago's son. <laughs> would you want Creed versus Drago two? <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> And I want, I want Adonis to do what Apollo never could and wail the crap out of Ivan Drago Jr. Just beat the crap out of him. That's what I want. I don't want that. I do. I get, I, like I said, I really get the feeling that the sequel is going to be what happens when the the man who brought you into the, the wrestling world dies. Not the wrestling, wrestling world. world. The boxing world dies. I, I, That's boring. But let's you can f- fight Ivan Drago. You, they would probably go for Oscar Gold if they do Death of, Death of Rocky. Let's face it. Yeah. They would, they would probably be... But in the running. if Leo doesn't win this year and then he loses to Stallone, Ivan Drago's son kills Rocky. Boom. Book it. Yeah, actually. They're, they're training, they're training. How? <laughs> How would he kill him? He can't mirror the Creed thing because he wouldn't be in the ring. No, because he'd do it at the press conference. Oh my God, that's actually kind of clever. 
He's like, oh, boom. And he's like, oh, boom, Drago strikes again. You punched a man with cancer. And then the fight's personal. And yeah. And then that's, yeah, get him, get him. It's a sequel to Rocky Four we never got. Space Apollo Creed. Yeah, I'm looking Space? For- Ghost Space? Apollo Creed. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Space Rocky 4 2. It's going to be a good movie. You'd watch that movie. I would watch the You'd shit watch out of Space Rocky 4 2. Do you know they were meant to have Ivan Drago in Rocky Balboa dying of AIDS? <laughs> it's not a joke. Oh, They've written the scene as like a, like a don't do steroids, kids. Don't do Russian kids. The AIDS. <laughs> Poof, they cut that out just so they could save it for Creed 2. Drago strikes back. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay with that. Book it, Michael. Book, Book it. it. I think that's right. about all we I'll can do. cover. Yeah. Um, you can go check me out on Twitter at The Guttridge. You can follow my website, www.theguttridgelog.co.uk. And of course, you can keep it. Your, uh, keep it? Yes, just keep it real and stay on <laughs> our Twitter, Facebook. Simultaneously. Uh, simultaneously. <laughs> our Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, a couple of other things, which is just foul ENT. That's foul ENT. What's going to be next? What's our next movie? Batman versus Superman. Nothing in the meantime. I don't think so. Oh, that's no, Zoolander 2, but when I'm going to get into that, <laughs> I'm not know. watching that. Yes, it might be okay. No, I love the original Zoolander, but 2 looks like an absolute joke. I think it could be Not okay. in a good way. It can't be worse than, than Dummy Number 2. No, it can't. So, it probably will end up being... Because Batman vs. Superman's not that far away. It's not. It's, it's, it's only close. a matter of four or five weeks away, so... Damn. And we get uh, Civil War early as well. Like, oh yeah, I saw that. We're getting, it, we're getting it a week early. Yay! Yay! Um, so yeah, we'll be back for Superman. Another great Herculean fight. Probably won't be as good as Creed. No, it definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, Fingers crossed when we review that. And we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.